not everyone is immune to the dark side of the force, Jedi mind tricks, false narratives, and fake news regarding President Trump, as this poor soul demonstrates. We know what this con artist from New York has gotten away with. Enough is enough. He needs to pay. But you, my brother, you, my sister, are not on the dark side, nor are succumbing to their lies, propaganda, and disinformation. And that is why you are here, listening to this report. So let's get started. Welcome to the BCP Podcast, BCP Unfiltered Edition. Big hug to all of y'all. It is Tuesday, June 13th, six days before Juneteenth, and we are still under slavery and tyranny of the Democrats. I <laughs> uh, didn't even think about the irony of that until right now when I started recording. I'm sorry, folks. I don't script these reports because it comes from the heart. I love America. I love the Constitution. I love you, my fellow patriots, American citizens and residents who love this country, and my brothers and sisters who support us worldwide, who know that the best leader we had from January 20th, 2017 to January 20th, 2021 was Donald John Trump, who is the rightful winner of the 2020 elections, but it was stolen. And now they want to do everything. These demons want to do everything they can to keep him from winning again. They stole the election in 2020. They don't think they can do it again in 2024. That's why we're seeing all of this. They want to keep him completely off of the ballots. Today, President Trump was arrested. He wasn't, um, he wasn't, there's no mugshot. He was fingerprinted and his, his aide, Walt Nauda, was also uh, indicted with him. And Trump, of course, pleaded not guilty. New pictures now of Donald Trump inside the car as he was being driven to the courthouse in Miami, waving to the camera. This was not long before he was actually arrested inside the building on federal criminal charges. Let's get some perspective. Yeah, let's get some perspective on what happened, not from CNN and Jake Tapper, but from Alina Hava, one of Trump's attorneys. So what, what's happening right now inside the courthouse? It, has he been arrested? Has he been fingerprinted? Uh, has a mugshot been taken? Walk us through what's happening here now. President Trump is in a very unique position where he doesn't need to be uh, given a mugshot, obviously. He is not a flight risk. He is the leading candidate of the GOP at the moment. Um, he is going through a process that has been coordinated with Secret Service, and uh, it will all be handled seamlessly. And he, Thank you, guys. The, the, the attorneys, the, what, what is the state of mind? Just real quick, how is he feeling? He's what, defiant. Thank you. President Trump should be and has a right to be defiant. He's an innocent man caught up in the government of the third term of Barack Hussein Obama and his Soros overlords in a kangaroo court system in a banana republic Department of Justice going after him yet again. And once again, as I pointed out previously, on the same day that the GOP 
House Oversight Committee and Jamie Raskin got to see actual evidence of an FD-1023 showing the actual crimes of the Bidens of which nothing is being done about. Folks, today really is the rip of America. Rest in peace of America. Yeah, the Alvin Bragg thing was ridiculous, but that was a state thing. This is a federal charge by the Department of Justice. This is a fake president who stole the election, and that's how he got there, going after his political opponent because he can't beat him fair and square. Just like you see in other socialist, tyrannical, non-constitutional countries. United States is looking like Brazil, Venezuela, and every other country. But don't get glum, folks. They want us to be depressed. They want us to be saddened and to give up the fight. That is why it is important that we realize, as his attorney just said, that President Trump is, de is defiant. Let's be defiant too. Let's not kowtow and let's not cower uh, to these treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards, sons and daughters of Satan, the liar, and the big cheater himself. This is what happened immediately. This was the, the first immediate news I'm going to show you from NBC and play for you, for those of you listening to this on the podcast. This is the initial reporting we got right at the beginning by NBC when President Trump's lawyers entered in the not guilty plea. Uh, we just uh, ran out of the courthouse in an overflow room where some reporters were able to listen to the proceedings, which are still underway. Just moments ago, the counsel for former President Trump, Todd Blanche, entered a plea of not guilty on behalf of the former president. president former President Trump is sitting inside that room and at the defense table. He's sitting at the same table as Walt Nada, his alleged co-conspirator. Um, we can tell you we were able to see through a video feed, again, the proceedings still underway, and the former president had his hands crossed on that table. The judge in this case, the magistrate judge, uh, just uh, had arrived, Jonathan Goodman, and was going through several procedural steps. The defense waived the uh, reading of the entire indictment, which is typical uh, in, uh, in this court system. And so now uh, the proceeding continues uh, to be underway. Again, the former president pleading not guilty on this sweeping 37-count indictment. Um, there were several members of the special counsel's office there, the prosecutors. Again, this uh, all um, unfolded over the past few minutes, Lester. The proceedings began just before 3 o'clock. We did not see the former president enter uh, the room. The video feed started up when he was already seated. It is a packed room. There were some members of the public there, as well as members of the media. Um, this is an unprecedented uh, arraignment, Lester, as I'm sure you've been discussing, the federal arraignment of the former president. Now, Todd Blanche, again, this is different than what we saw in New York um, several months ago. In New York, the former president got up and said the words not guilty himself. In this particular case, he let the attorney, his attorney, Todd Blanche, uh, do the talking, saying we most certainly plead not guilty. Um, just before uh, the actual arraignment started, we were told the former president was booked, that he had his fingerprint taken uh, with a digital uh, device. And again, we we're told that he did not have a mugshot taken here that uh, they would use uh, a previous photo that no mugshot uh, would be uh, would be taken here. President Trump, not guilty. 
Danina mugshot. He's running for president. Everyone knows who he is. There's nowhere he can go and escape to. And he doesn't want to escape. He wants us to escape this tyranny and be put back to the Oval Office where he belongs. Oh, and I just want to mention the last few things that we know from what happened uh, today in court. They uh, imposed no conditions on President Trump. He's free to travel anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world, in fact. He didn't have to post any bail. So there, there's no gag order on him. So this whole thing seems to me that they just wanted to indict him. And they wanted to indict him on even more flimsy and thin charges than they have in the past. Let's look at the charges and how ridiculous they are. President Trump espionage. The guy freaking loves America and has put the entire world on notice. But he is going to sell secrets and he is going to... Um, Endanger the United States, right? Yet Hillary Clinton, Benghazi, nothing happened. Hillary Clinton, who was never president and had deleted emails and a secret server, she was no espionage risk. No prosecutor, James Comey said, would bring that case forward. Absolute ridiculousness. Listen to these things that were released before today about these uh, these 37 counts of indictment and just tell me who in their freaking right mind would believe that any of these things actually apply to President Trump. Now to a day that will be unprecedented in U.S. history. Donald Trump expected to become the first current or former president to be arrested and arraigned on federal criminal charges. He's expected in a Miami courtroom within the next three hours. Rena Roy reports from outside the courthouse. It's a day that will be recorded in history books. Former President Donald Trump arrested and arraigned this afternoon on dozens of federal criminal charges in this Miami courthouse. Trump touching down in Miami Monday. He has remained defiant, insisting he won't drop out of the presidential race even if he's found guilty, telling radio host Howie Carr. No, I just say not guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. Trump is facing 37 counts accused of storing classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago resort, some found in a ballroom, storage room, and even a bathroom. Federal prosecutors say the documents contain some of the nation's most sensitive secrets, including defense and weapons capabilities, America's nuclear programs and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. In their indictment, federal prosecutors alleged Trump knew he was not authorized to keep the documents, but did so anyway, even allegedly obstructing the investigation by moving dozens of boxes to hide them from his own lawyers and the FBI. Aren't you getting tired of the obstruction charges? They have nothing against him, so he's obstructing, once again, a false investigation. We've been here before. It didn't work last time. It won't work this time. Except this time, President Trump's going down in history as being the first and only president, at least now, president that has been indicted post-serving as president. Which, of course, would be noteworthy and serious if there were actual charges of which he was guilty. A very sad day for America. Well, President Trump, after leaving the Miami courthouse, he went and made a stop, supposedly an unannounced stop, at a popular Cuban restaurant. But it seems like uh, people, some people knew that he was going to be there. The restaurant diners sang happy birthday to President Trump. His birthday is uh, tomorrow, the 14th. And they prayed over him. 
we thank you that you've given us President Trump to stand against the rain that's coming against our nation. Father, as Cuban Americans, we declare communism will not come to our shores. Father, we thank you that you've appointed him at this time. In Jesus' name. By the way, I want to thank BCP family members for this card right here that I received. Didn't really announce it, but this is uh, my birthday was uh, before the weekend started. Uh, Chris and Debbie, they know who they are and how they met me and our connection. But they found out that uh, it was uh, my birthday and uh, we met Chris. My wife and I gave him a hug. So Chris and Debbie are, uh, especially Chris, Debbie wasn't present, are testigos. And the English word went me went away from me for a minute. Witnesses. When I say that if you meet us and you, you find us, let us know that you're a family member and collect your hug. And and Chris did. And they uh, they gave me a, a very nice Chris, uh, Christmas card, birthday card. Uh, James, happy birthday, brother. But as you can see, I really liked the uh, card, Honor, Courage, Freedom. Um, that is what this country is all about. President Trump being greeted by supporters, leaving for the arraignment, getting there, leaving, going to the restaurant, being prayed over, and then singing happy birthday to him. Uh, this is not going to hurt President Trump, if anything, this is strengthening our resolve. Folks, I have been on the Trump train since the spring of 2016 when I saw President Trump speak. I volunteered in 2016. I was MAGA 2017 through right now. And I'll be damned if I let them take President Trump off of the chessboard and try to give us DeSantis. At this point, I don't even want DeSantis in 2028. Yeah, I said it. I don't even want a turncoat a backstabber in 2028. As good as of a governor he is, let him be and stay a governor. I do not want DeSantis as my president. He's banking on the uh, on the hope that President Trump will actually be indicted and won't be able to run in 2024. There's no other way he thinks he can beat Trump. No, I want my guy. We want our guy. The hell with what the deep state and the rhinos want. The hell with them. Damn them all. We want President Trump. But they can't beat him. So this is yet another example, blatant, in-your-face example of election interference. Let's turn to Real America's Voice and Carrie Lake. I'm going to bring in Carrie Lake, uh, outstanding rock star uh, for the Republican Party, uh, America First, uh, now a, a hit record out there as well, 81 million votes, uh, and now supporting Donald Trump. Why is it important for you and other patriots to be outside this courthouse? 
I think it's really important. We need to show President Trump that we've got his back. He has had our back since he came down that escalator almost eight years to the date, really, if you think about it. And they have thrown everything at him, witch hunt, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, Russiagate. It's really just an effort to continue to disparage the one man who is standing up for we the people. We need a president who's going to stand up for the people. He's not owned by the donor class. He's not owned by the lobbyists. He's not owned by the, you know, establishment. He is working for us, and we're here to support him and tell him we know what this is. It's another witch hunt. We know he's an innocent man, and we're here to support him. Patriot love and support, not Antifa, violence, foaming at the mouth, weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth form a protest. No, a peaceful, loving protest. You know, pretty much what happens every time actual patriots and not federal operatives come together to protest or to show solidarity or support for our duly elected and beloved president, Donald John Trump. And by the way, this is one of the most beautiful uh, settings I've ever seen. The love here, hundreds, maybe thousands of people here. Peaceful. Very peaceful. peaceful. But funny, Ed, and you'll, you know this because you used to work in the, for some of these other outlets. The fake news, yeah. The fake news. I saw two people who were here who were against Trump, and the media was around them. And that Pictures, was, video, pictures and video, let's rile them up. That's what they'll show on the evening news. They won't show this amazing, loving situation yeah. environment we have here. Yeah, and you can see that people are out here in droves, just like they would be for a Trump rally or anywhere else. Yeah. And they come out to see you. They want to hear the message because they know that we're fighting to take the soul of our country back. You've been so outspoken on elections. How much of this political persecution is about elections right now? hundred uh, percent of it. I mean, they know that Trump is running again. They know he is rising in the polls. They know he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, and they know he's going to win. And they are so afraid of that. This is election interference like we've never seen it before. I mean, indicting uh, a former president to stop him from running, to try to prevent him. But I'm so glad he put out a truth, I think it was yesterday or the day before, saying nothing will stop me. I'm not stopping. They can throw whatever they want at him. He's going to continue to fight for we the people. Oh, by the way, folks, I think I forgot to mention this. And if I did, because I don't want to go back and, and watch everything I just said. Once again, this is not scripted. Forgive me. I do want to make sure that I didn't uh, miss this bullet point. That special counsel, Jack Smith, who to me looks like a demon. I don't know many pictures of him. He's almost like Durham. I think for their own safety, they just don't have a lot of pictures out there of themselves. But to me, Jack Smith looks like evil. Kind of like Jack Dorsey does. Um, they just have that just demonic, like, devil worshiper look. That's just me. That's just me. You may opine differently. But Special Counsel Jack Smith attended the arraignment. This is the first time President Trump and his uh, false accuser, Jack Smith, have been in the same room face-to-face, eye-to-eye. And I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, tidbit, that they were in the same room. Okay, so of course, President Trump is in, you know, was arrested, was arraigned, was charged. Meanwhile, the real criminal, the real treasonous, traitorous rat bastard, Joe Biden is free as a bird. Even given what we just recently learned yesterday, thanks to Chuck Grassley. Uh, And Carrie, last thing, we'll bring it back to Jack. 
two tiers of justice, which we talk about all the time. Donald Trump, you mentioned one of the impeachment hoax was over Ukraine and that perfect phone call he talks about where he was telling Zelensky, go investigate Biden corruption. Now there are audio tapes suggesting there was $10 million in bribes associated with what Donald Trump was impeached over. And meanwhile, Joe Biden and his family allegedly collected $10 million in bribes when he was VP. He's not in court being arraigned, but Donald Trump is. Of course, as I covered in the previous uh, episode I did yesterday of the BCP podcast, all of this is happening while we have learned that there are 17 recordings of the Bidens accepting bribes from uh, recorded by a foreign national as an insurance policy, 15 of Hunter Biden. Okay, fine. Two of then Vice President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Huge news. That should be investigated. Of course, now it's going to be swept under the rug, dragged out. Nothing will happen. And that's just one incident of I'm willing to bet hundreds with Biden. This is a Biden crime family. We heard earlier this week, we found out about another $5 million payout from the CCP, the communist regime, the incredibly cruel communist regime who imprisons and and has uses slave labor, and they're the most cruel regime on the planet, giving Joe Biden payouts. Joe Biden does, has sold us out. He doesn't care about the American people. And he's giving his friends in the fake news cover something for them to talk about so that they don't have to talk about what Joe Biden and his family have been up to. And I hope the American people, I know that the people out here aren't falling for that, but I hope people at home aren't following, falling for that anymore. We live in a tier, two-tier justice system. You know, I used to really like to play clips from Jim Jordan. He's been a little bit of a disappointment um, as of late to me. He's a great guy. I think he's a great fighter in Ohio. You guys are lucky to have someone like him. I just wish that uh, he didn't, I don't know, be so cozy with Kevin McCarthy. But anyhow, uh, this is what Jim Jordan, who, wait a minute, didn't he also vote for this terrible bill that we just saw passed? This is what he had to say on the subject. I do respect him when it comes to his job and his investigation into the weaponization of the federal government against American citizens. I'm not a Jim Jordan hater, folks. I've just been disappointed by him as of late. But no one's perfect. And the net sum of Jim Jordan is he's a hell of a patriot. Congressman Jim Jordan, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee and the Weaponization of the Federal Government Subcommittee. Great to see you in focus today. Good to be with you, um, Harris. What do you make of the finding, potentially, that there are 17 tape recordings out there? What are you hearing on the Hill? What are you discovering? Uh, again, I think it just underscores why we need to make this document public. I, I understand where, where the FBI has been. First, they wouldn't even acknowledge that this 1023 form exists. Now, remember, it's a form they created. They right. talked to the source. They put this form together. It's an FBI-created form. First, they wouldn't acknowledge that it exists. Then they said, well, it exists, but you can't see it. Then they said it exists, but you can't see it. Oh, well, actually, we'll let the two, the, the chairman and the ranking member see it. Then they said, oh, we'll let the full committee see it. Let the whole country see it, particularly now that we have from Senator Grassley the, the idea that, that there's 17 tapes. By the way, I think that's somewhat ironic because I remember when, when Director Comey said, I hope there are tapes that exist when he was talking about his conversation with President Trump. Turns out there are tapes, just not the one that Mr. Comey hoped that, that, that existed. So um, make this document public. I think that is the key so the, the country yeah. can fully see what's going on. Yeah, and why wouldn't they? It's not classified. And from what I understand, and obviously I haven't seen it, you haven't seen it, but if it's not classified, 
have you have you seen it unredacted? Good point. I I have seen it, but it's redacted. Now, right. And that's another question. It's not a classified document. That's exactly where Why I was going. Why would they redact that section? Why would it's they redact? Because exactly. I, I tell you what happened. If I could, that section, that's the same section where the source is talking to the foreign national. And the foreign national, the source says, hey, you better quit dealing with the Bidens. Trump's won the election. You better quit dealing with the Bidens. And the, and the foreign national says, nothing to worry about because we've used so many different bank accounts. They'll never catch us. And also, we never paid the big guy directly. And that's the thing that stood out to me, because this mm -hmm. is now the second time we've heard that term. And this document, this 1023, was put together in August, excuse me, of June of 2020. Mm -hmm. The first time we heard the term was October of 2020, when the New York Post reported on Mr. Galar, a business partner of Hunter Biden. So now you have a business partner of Hunter Biden saying, using the term 10% for the big guy, and you have the person paying, allegedly paying Joe Biden, saying we never paid him directly. So that is that to me is significant. Both sides of the equation talking about the big guy. And it mm -hmm. sort of raises the fundamental question. If the big guy isn't Joe Biden, who the heck is it? Yeah, who's who bigger? the heck is it? Yeah, who's bigger? That stuck out to me as well. <clears throat> now, yesterday we talked about these 17 recordings, right? Now, what's interesting is. I didn't know about it until I saw Chuck uh, Grassley say it. It's actually interesting. Gina Rett put that up on her show, My Daughter, on YouTube yesterday. So, and it was about the same time that, that I saw it because I just got back in the country. And what I found interesting is how come we didn't know about this before? How come we didn't know about it until Chuck Grassley brought it up? Especially since some people had seen this 1023 already. Oh, that's right. Remember? These treasonous, traitorous, lying, obfuscating, hiding the truth, rat bastards, had a whole bunch of redactions on a document that wasn't even classified. That's why we're just now finding out about this after Chuck Grassley told us what he saw. Real quickly, it's got to be quick because I want to move on. Um... Was the information about the 17 recordings, as far as you could tell, under the redacted, blacked-out part, and or did you know? I didn't know that. that the first I knew about was when when uh, Senator wow. Grassley uh, said it yesterday on the. But when I went through it, I didn't see anything about that. What stuck out to me is what I just talked to you about the reference to this, this is, term that we've now seen twice. That is so interesting to me, because it is unclassified, and if if and when the public ever gets to see this, I hope again that it is not redacted, that they get to see. Exactly, exactly what's pointing to everything. They wouldn't even yep. let you see that, but at least you got close to the document. Look, I'm no friend of Fox News, but I got to give kudos to Harris there asking that question so that Jim Jordan could explain that he didn't see the original information because it was redacted. And then she ends that segment by going, well, at least he got close to the document. Who the hell cares about Jim Jordan getting close to the document? Who the hell cares about Chuck Grassley letting us know this document exists? What we want are two things. The, the, the latter more than the former of what I'm about to mention. The first is we'd like to see those documents for ourselves. They're unclassified, unredacted, and make it public. But more importantly, we want to see consequences for this. Now, we're not like Marxist socialists. I mean, I want to see an indictment. And then I want to see the punishment for these crimes. But first, we want to see an indictment and we want to have a fair trial of 
Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, everybody else. And then we want them to get the full extent of the law because as the Democrats always say, no one's above the law. And I wish I could just come to you the whole bunch of confidence going, wow, with the smoking gun, something is finally going to happen. No, it's not. Everything now is the focus of what's now a historical moment where a former president has been indicted by the DOJ, essentially on false crimes. But hey, folks, the deep state in Jerusalem did it to Jesus over 2,000 years ago. Why wouldn't they do it to a New York businessman and a patriot who just loves his country and wanted us to not have any wars, have us keep our own money and not be taxed so much, have our freedoms and liberties and not be beholden to globalist interests. Why do, why do we think that it, it, it eventually wouldn't get to this point? Why do we think that we regular patriots aren't also going to be uh, persecuted, lied about, and uh, lied to and have injustices happen to us? Folks, yes, I'm upset that they cut off my YouTube channel. And a huge source, let's be honest, most of my online income coming from uh, Google AdSense. But I knew who I was dealing with. I knew that it was eventuality. I, I'm, I'm not the first casualty. And I'm grateful that I lasted as long as I did, to be quite honest. Would have been nice to last longer. But hey, folks, I'm telling you, this newfound freedom of not having to do a show where I'm unfiltered and then another show where I've got to watch myself. Let me just tell you, for my, uh, I'm saying, I won't say mental health because it's not like that for me, but uh, for my overall f uh, spirits and for my overall uh, way of delivering the news, it's nice to be able to just come on in front of this camera, in front of this blue Yeti mic and just say everything without having to worry about censorship. And I greatly appreciate your support of this program and your paid subscription and support. That is how now we are paying for the production of the show, no longer having AdSense. By the way, feel free to pick up some merch down below. Uh, I'm going to have to shoot a merch commercial and start wearing the merch so you folks can see it and be reminded of it. But if you want to support the channel and show the world where you get your news from, Please pick up some merch. The link is down below. All right. Meanwhile, today, Tuesday, Joe Biden met with Jen Stolzenberg, Secretary General of NATO. Of course, uh, they discussed the upcoming NATO summit in Lithuania. Now, it was postponed to today because uh, Joe Biden, if you recall, had a so-called emergency root canal on Sunday and Monday. And when they were done with their little uh, press and photo op. Well, of course, everyone to know pres uh, what happened to President Trump. They wanted to hear from the fake President Biden what his opinions were. And of course, like always, the Biden handlers had to shoo away the reporters. Everyone, please come this way. Everyone, please come this way. 
All right, folks, let's move on to other news coming out of D.C. We have today Representative Luna announcing that the House will vote to censure and fine liar Adam Schiff on Thursday, this coming Thursday morning. Representative Schiff exploited his position on HPSCI to encourage and excuse abuse, abusive intelligence investigations of Americans for political purposes. Whereas Representative Schiff used his position and access to sensitive information to instigate a fraudulently based investigation, which then he used to amass political gain and fundraising dollars. Whereas the American taxpayers paid $32 million to fund the investigation into collusion that was launched as a result of Representative Schiff's lies, misrepresentations and abuses of sensitive information and whereas it is determined by an investigation conducted by the committee on ethics that representative Schiff lied made representations and abused sensitive information he should be fined the amount of 16 million dollars now therefore be it resolved that the house of representatives censures and condemns adam schiff representative of California's 30th Congressional District for conduct, for conduct that misleads the American people in a way that is not befitting of an elected member of the House of Representatives. Representative Adam Schiff will forthwith present himself to the well of the House of Representatives for the pronouncement of censure. Representative Schiff will then be censured with a public reading of this resolution by the Speaker, and the Committee on Ethics shall conduct an investigation into Representative Adam Schiff's lies, misrepresentations, and abuses of sensitive information. Wouldn't it be nice if this actually happened, Adam Schiff? Uh, you know, that might pass resolution, but it, if it actually led to Adam Schiff being held accountable for his crimes of lying and sedition, and false narratives and misinformation and leaking of information, false and some true information even, to the media, all part of a non-American agenda against we the American people. Wouldn't that be nice? I'm not holding my breath. And of course, they don't want us reporting or talking about any of this because they want us all caught up in the indictment of President Trump. Well, folks, there's a lot uh, of other news that we'll continue to break down, report to you, and analyze tomorrow. Because without trying to distract us with this indictment, and it is important, that's why we covered it in this episode, there's a whole bunch of other things going on. And these rat bastards are hard at work destroying this country. But don't worry. I'm here to expose them and expose them to you. Those of you who, like me, love this country and want to protect it for future generations. Hasta mañana, until tomorrow. Ciao, goodbye, and God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need.